welcome to All Talk Oncology. I'm your host, Kenny Perkins, a.k.a. The Cancer Guy. And once again, as I always say, we have another phenomenal guest on our show today. And let me tell you, we are traveling all the way to New Delhi, India for this guest, okay? An amazing individual. And before I introduce her, let me tell you a little bit about who she is, okay? This young lady, let me tell you, she is a phenomenal human being. And not only does she not think about herself, she's always giving to others. And when you think, man, when you had... When you get diagnosed with something like cancer, you know, the, the, the first initial thing to do is to think about who, what's happening to you. And that's normal. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But how many of us, when we get hit with something tragic as cancer, do we now venture out and start working with others and thinking about others? That's a gift. And that's a gift that a lot of us should be able to adopt you know, and somehow in our lives, you know, and I, I, I it's, it's admirable to, to say the least. And that's who our next guest is, you know, in her country, in India, she has brought about different uh, businesses. And one of the things is called Meals of Happiness. Now, Meals of Happiness is helping people during COVID to provide meals for the underprivileged who don't have um, meals or, or things to eat. Now, during that time of COVID, this young lady delivered over 2 million meals to individuals in her country. 2 million. Do you understand what that means? You know, here in the United States, we have people living uh, under bridges and things like that. And they don't have a way out. I don't know if anyone's providing that type of um, assistance if they're not some type of organization. And yet that's who this young lady is that's on our show today. And I'm giving this intro because, you know, I, I, think, I think it's warranted. And so when you have, when you're delivering to underprivileged individuals, millions of meals, you know, eventually people show their appreciation. And then for her, they named her something. They say, they call her Masi. Now in India, Masi, what is that? It's shadow of mother. And what a title, what a privilege, you know? So not only she has Masi, she was also presented with a youth award, the youth icon award for the, her work and her accomplishments. She's also written a book. It's called Iron Lady. We're going to get into that in, during the show. And I can't wait for you to meet her. Let's not, let's not wait any longer. Let's introduce Mrs. Angel Sharma to All Talk Oncology. Angel. Hi, hello, 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 Gary. <laughs> I, hope, I hope I didn't embarrass you too much there, but I had to get that out. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I feel like this today. <laughs> oh, you are, you are for sure. Thank you. you know, thank you so much for joining us here at All Talk Oncology. Uh, it's a privilege to have you on our show. Same here, Kenny. It's a privilege to share this platform with you. And I'm very happy today to be here at this platform. Thank you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Angel, you know, it's not easy. You know, as you know, 
our whole goal is to empower uh, cancer patients through insightful conversations so that it can reinforce confidence and certainty about their cancer condition. And so you, you being diagnosed with stage three breast cancer, ooh, you know, that's what people go, ooh, stage three breast cancer, oh, right. And I always do that because when you tell people you, you've been diagnosed with cancer, they give you the head tilt and the, oh, you know, and that's too bad. It's too bad. I, one, it's nice that people show empathy. I don't want to take that away, but it's not always a, oh, you know, because you are thriving and surviving and doing the absolute most out there in India right now, you know, and that smile, I'll tell you, it's contagious. It's so contagious, you know, so talk to us a little bit, you know, what was life like for Angel prior to diagnosis? Give us a little bit of background. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Kenny, uh, uh, you know, I, I already, um, yeah, you know, uh, told a little, uh, little bit about me. So I come from a background where uh, uh, hardly kids get education and uh, my family is totally uneducated. And my father uh, is a, he used to be auto rickshaw driver and uh, I dropped out my education. I'll, I'll try to cut it short. So I uh, dropped out from eighth standard, eighth grade of my school, government school, where we don't have even an ABCD. So uh, I always say my life is my learning, my uh, experience is my teacher, you know. So I come from that background and uh, uh, I am an entrepreneur, I am a motivational speaker, I am an author, and I am also a social worker. And I am a cancer influencer in India, Delhi. I do conduct lots of workshops with very big hospitals in India, all over India. Yeah, that's all about me. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. And, and, and before I get into that, you, what, what age were you when you dropped out? Uh, I was 15 plus. Yes. Such so young. So yeah. young, but you, but you had to get out. You, you, you talked about the abuse in your, in your household and that you had to escape from that. But as you mentioned, Angel, you have a lot of the things that you've done that were giving back, helping people. You know, you're talking about a social worker, a motivational speaker. You know, I think you wrote a book. You know, where did all of that come from, being able to just turn and help people? So uh, I have, uh, I'm blessed with two things, Kenny, which is like, I accept my situation and I'm a big dreamer. Trust me, when I say I'm a big dreamer, I'm a, actually a big dreamer. And since my childhood, when I don't have a choice at that time, also, I have this belief that one day I will become someone. So I think I, I chased my dreams so, so much. And whatever happened with me during the childhood, you know, when I, I was physically abused, I was in a situation that I'm always sleeping in the locked room, no matter there's a light or not. I was scared to the death, right? But I know one thing within me that I have to become someone. So I just, uh, you know, go with the call whenever I get any opportunity at that time also. I just grab it with whole end. Okay. Amazing. You yeah. know, you know, Angel, because that's not a, that's not something everyone has, especially at 15, right? At 15, Angel, you could, you could give up and just turn your back on life because of 
what has happened with your own family member, right? That has happened to you, but you didn't do that. You said you dropped big dreams and you kept going forward. What is that? Do you know where that comes from? Again, from my mother, she is my um, uh, inspiration. She's a God for me because she, I, I have always, I always seen her working really hard. You know, standing for 15, 15 hours, cutting threads in the corporate houses. And still, whenever she comes back home and goes to her work again every day, she is always with the huge smile. So I believe that smile is also her replica. And, uh, you know, uh, from where I come, Kenny, we don't have a choice. We don't have a choice. So no depression, no other choice. We just have one option that you have to keep moving. That's all. What I did actually, it's just because, because I don't see any other option. I just have a choice. Either you give up or move forward. So I always choose to be moved forward. Yes. We're so happy you decided to move forward, right? Yeah, because whatever happened in my childhood, Kenny, it's not my fault. And why would I, I punish myself, whatever my family or relative has been done with me, physical abuse or whatever. Why should I give up? It's their fault. I always believe in that lots of female give up, you know, that, oh, I got raped. Oh, I got physically abused. I should do this. How, how I face the people. No, we are wrong. We are approaching the wrong side, wrong face of the life, right? It's their fault. They should think that way, not us. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we hold that, and, and, and what I would say is shame, right? We hold the shame, oh, that this, this, is, this happened to us, and so we hold it. But it's not our fault. It didn't happen to that person inflicted that upon us. And 1,000%, I, I totally agree with that. You know, and, you know, you say you had no choice, but that's a mindset, you know? <laughs> you know, that is a mindset because people do have choices. They can say, well, I can give up, but that wasn't even an option for Angel, you know? And, and I love that about you because as you fast forward, okay, that happened at 15. And then, you know, here you go, you, you continually continually moving forward and making strides and dreaming big dreams. And as yeah. you're going and making these accomplishments, boom, something happens. Yeah. Stage three breast cancer. How do you deal with that? How was it when you first heard that news and you dealt with that? So Kenny, uh, of course, I reacted just like any other human being. Of course, uh, I am not a super uh, powered. I'm not a woman who have a superpower, right? I'm a normal. You sure. Woman. You sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, when I was diagnosed, of course, I cried a lot for uh, for at least uh, one day. And uh, reason is this because I have faced already enough events before cancer in my life, and. Uh, you know, when I was diagnosed, very first day, I remember I was sitting with the, my mammogram doctor and he did my mammogram and I was just asking him, you know, um, so I hope it's not uh, something which is a scared, scared me. So he said, uh, he, he started shouting on me. He was like, how can you do this? You know, you don't know. You have such a big lump in your breast and it's not new. It's maybe from ears in your breast. And how can you do that? I was like, 
I don't know actually. I noticed that lump, but I I thought it's maybe a fibroid because my mother had a fibroid which dissolved within a uh, within couple of years. So I thought it's the same thing, right? And he the moment he told me it's a cancer and it's not the initial stage, not even the first stage, whatever it is, it's at the extreme or the last stage. But if you give yourself one more chance, Archil, you. E- either you lose or win but i would suggest you to give one more chance that day i decide you know i i have a self talk uh, habit i talk a lot with my own self uh, okay you know that day i was talking i was like i have already come through so many storms in my life this can't be end i am definitely not going to die with the cancer that that was i'm telling myself but for me it was more difficult and become very very tough because my younger brother is about to get married at that moment after a week only and i cannot tell that in my family mm. i was going for all the follow ups and everything alone so that make my uh, cancer news much more difficult for me oh i can imagine yeah. i can imagine that trying to getting diagnosed with something as severe as a late stage breast cancer and not telling it because you don't want to ruin your brother's wedding, you know? I was celebrating there. I was celebrating and taking participate in each and every event. <laughs> and that may be a little different, you know, because here it's one day, right? It's one day we get together. It's one day. How was the wedding to India? I, I think it, it's, it carries on over a, a multitude of days, right? Is that how that works in India? The weddings? No, it takes more than 15 days. There are lots of events, you know, there's a haldi, there is sangeet. So we do a music ceremony for good one week. So it takes 10, 15 good days. <laughs> it's not one day event here. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. How did you do that, Angel? I mean, carrying a smile on your face and Every single day, there's an event in trying to act as if nothing is happening. How, how, how did you do that? Uh, Carrie, I told you already, you know, I have seen so many hardship and events in my life before. I think uh, God made me so strong with every event that cancer, I thought it's not that big in my life, you know. And I thought, uh, I'll tell you, it comes automatically. I'm a person who used to faint out. The moment heard injection, name of injection or any dressing, I completely start shivering because I am that much of fear. You know, I get scared of injection. (laughs) I was diagnosed with cancer. Trust me, I don't know from God gave me this strength. And I am doing everything all alone. And I don't know from that, uh, that power come from where. But it just, I feel that I am not me anymore. You know, I felt like I am someone who can deal with everything, no matter. Cancer is nothing, Archa. That was my thought at that day. Wow. Amazing, Angel. Amazing. You know, um, because that's not, I'm pausing because, Angel, that's just not something that everyone has the ability to do. And um, what, what a phenomenal human being. And I hope our listeners can take this 
and benefit from it. You know, I, 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 when I'm thinking, I tend to look away because I'm in deep thought, but I, I need to let the listeners know what a gift that Angel was giving you. Somehow you got to dig deep inside and, and fight for this. And that's, what she's, and that's what she's saying that she was able to do. Now, Angel, we get through this point, we get through the wedding, and now you're like, okay, he's married. How, how did you reveal this? And how did you start taking steps forward and with treatments and things like that? Okay, uh, so uh, I remember 22nd uh, January, my brother got married and 23rd, I went to my doctors because I was parallelly doing all my, uh, uh, that what we call that, uh, uh, all the tests, uh, biopsy and other tests which are required at that time. And uh, when uh, 22nd, uh, his marriage is finished, 23rd, I reached to the doctor and uh, I, I remember I was collecting all my reports from different, different wings. And uh, uh, by collecting those reports, it's almost, um, I think almost, almost uh, five hours nearly I was in the hospital. After five hours, I met my doctor and I was like, what next? So uh, he was telling me or guiding me uh, for the procedure, like, you know, Archel, we'll give you ke uh, chemo, we'll start chemo from the, so we can give you chemo from the canva or we can give you chemo from the chemo pot. But I don't know what is chemo pot or what is canva, honestly, at that time. I was like, can you please uh, elaborate a little bit? So he told me, because I told him one condition, sir, I'm the only one who have to who's taking care of my finances. So please make sure that I don't sit at home. Do whatever you want. Just make sure that I'll be working throughout my treatment. Otherwise, I, I won't be able to afford, right? So he said, Anshul, um, it's better you go for a chemo pot because, because of that, you won't get any swelling in your hands or, uh, you know, sometimes they, they told me that if they give you chemo from the hand uh, through cannula. So what happened after a week or 10 days, uh, that swell so much that they are, they won't be able to find the nerves, right? Then they puncture you from other hand, then the leg, like that. So yeah. I chose uh, chemopod definitely. And uh, I asked him, what's the procedure for this? So he said, Anshul, you just need to be in fast of six hours. And I told him, yay, jackpot, <laughs> because <laughs> I in five hours, I'm here already. So I think we can go for the surgery. So he said, are you sure right now? Yes, sir. Right now, let's go for the surgery. And uh, that time we decide and we, I, I just did my first surgery. Chemopot was installed here. It was here, uh, almost hour and a half surgery, which triggered um, to two hours something happened and the chemopot doesn't placed on the right place. And then they call the senior. So I remember one thing I was telling my doctor, uh, you know, uh, that, I have a friend's birthday tomorrow. So make sure because of this mistake, I want to stay here in the hospital. And he was like, are you out of your mind, girl? You are getting treated for the cancer. I was like, <laughs> hey, you know, you are treating me for cancer. It's okay. But I have to attend my friend's birthday party. So uh, after after they installed the chemo pod, they put me uh, under observation for a couple of hours. And uh, after that, uh, I drove back to my home and I had a huge pressing from here uh, because they they put some uh, pipe sort of a thing from here to here and then the chemo pot over here, right? Under the collarbone. And I went back my home and uh, the moment I enter, everybody saw that dressing and they were like, yeah, 
in Hindi in India, you say, "Ye kya hai?" That means, "What is this?" I was like, "Okay, uh, so I have a good news for all of you. I am diagnosed with cancer." Ah, <laughs> 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 so, uh, you know, everybody then start crying, and it seems like that somebody died already. And trust oh. me, I don't know from where that power came in me, but I told my family one thing: if you people are already doing all these things, imagine I have. it's still it's just a start of treatment right so if you are doing now that means you people decide that i am going to die but i am not going to die at all so if you all do this i'll leave this house and i'll prefer to carry forward my treatment from somewhere else and trust me after that my family forget that i was diagnosed with cancer <laughs> yes they weren't having you go anywhere you know Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 a warrior warrior you are, you know. And um sometimes you have to do that, right Angel? You have to set the boundary right in the beginning. Yes. Yeah. So so, so, <laughs> so talk to us a little bit about how your treatment regimens went and uh how that made you feel going through something like that uh kenny of course you know uh, it is definitely it's a painful procedure i'm not i don't say that i don't feel any pain of course i was going through through lots of difficulties lots of cramps nausea uh, lots of fever things cannot eat at all but uh, you know a doctor told me first thing in india people take lots of uh, you know useless advice from people you know first they give up in a very first step when they diagnose reason being because we thought what they are saying they are right but we don't believe our doctors our caregivers right so uh, for me my treatment is started my doctor told me no google no people mm-hmm. two things and trust me till now i haven't google cancer not even once yeah so no, go- <clears throat> no google and what was the second one no google no people <laughs> so these are two things which are free and which are very very dangerous too mm. if, if if they are not talking right because we have uh, we have this uh, mindset that someone diagnosed with cancer that means that person is dying for sure yes you know which is actually a sad part because it's i i always believe we all have this power to recover from anything anything trust me people give example of uh, others who have died because of the cancer but we don't give example of those who have survived from the last stage of cancer absolutely oh my goodness you let them know angel let them know out there yeah <laughs> so uh, my treatment is started and uh, i remember uh, when my first chemo happened kenny you know uh, i uh, uh, so after 21 days my hair uh, start falling and uh, i that day also i decide you know why would i wait to look weird or ugly because my hair already start falling so what i did i went to a barber i shaved my hair by own and i told that i was making a video actually at that time you know why because we have a tradition to uh, remove uh, hairs uh, in our ch- in our childhood like first hair we have to remove and uh, donate it to the god like that but i told my uh, one of my friend you know 
I I'm so lucky that God gave me this opportunity to do my mundan. It's called mundan, so that gives me opportunity. So he he was laughing, and then the barber is laughing here. They were saying, "Okay, you are the first person. Are you crazy or what?" <laughs> so, then my treatment has started. Of course, head shaved, and I was doing all my real estate event, attending all the conventions, and one more event happened there. After a second chemo. Uh, I I purchased a wig and a short length of wig. Uh, I was wearing it more than uh, two hours. I I wear that wig and uh, after two hours, you know, Kenny, I start having some pain in my scalp and it was a July time, so it's it's very hot here in Delhi, right? And I start feeling lots of itchiness, uh, uneasiness at that time. The pain start traveling from my neck to back and migraine is a start. so uh, i don't know what again from where this strength come i was surrounding by 80 200 people and not more than five people know that i was diagnosed with cancer i just took off my wig i just took off my wig and luckily i was carrying one scarf and i just draped it you know after that no wigs at all either i'm wearing my scarves or either i am going my gym without hair without hair i'm facing all and everyone i was like why would i hide, hide myself i should embarrass my pain because that's my pain that pain is making me archer yes and i don't know and everybody is like wow we don't know i was like why would i tell you <laughs> Absolutely, Angel. What a, what a, a a huge event, you know. To what a you know to be there at that point and rip off your wig. That's some that takes internal power, right? Because the first thing people want to think is, "Oh my God, what are they going to say?" But you didn't care, right? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I think uh, for me. uh i am i think i'm more important than anyone else if i can't give that importance to myself trust me i am then i am not living my life i am just living my life for others which i don't cancer taught me this mm. you are your best friend you are your best person to help you out when you are going through something and at that time also if you are pleasing people i'm thinking about people who are not going to help you out even right so uh, that you are you actually torturing yourself you don't need anyone else to torture absolutely absolutely so angel that headache and everything was coming from that wig that's what that was the problem huh it's because of the wig because wigs are very tight and you know chemo make our scalp very very sensitive even you even a person who's going through a chemo na you can ask that person if we sit even 5 minutes like this with this light pressure with the hand fingers right that person is start feeling a weird pain at that particular portion of the uh, scalp so wow. we become that sensitive very that's a gem right there for everyone you know you're dealing with chemo everything becomes sensitive even the touch of your scalp yeah thank you for that insight angel yeah thank you So now everyone that didn't know you're at an event you 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 are owning this and that's what I love about you you know Angel you just own 
the whole thing. There's no sugar coating it, you know, and I think that that's a beautiful quality because I think people, they know where they stand with you. Either you like, either that you like them or you don't, and they're going to know it. <laughs> that's true. And every should know, everyone should know that, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, you know, Kenny, one more thing. I, I don't know. Um, I used to wear my best dresses and best makeup during the trip. Because I thought, Anchil, you have this life. Whatever time or whatever, uh, uh, you know, past you have a struggle. Now God give you an opportunity. You are not dying. If you are dying also, you are not dying right away. God give you a time to live your life. Trust me, I did modeling during that time. I did print shoot and I wear my best makeup, best outfit at that time. I was like, man, I don't know when I'm dying because I die one day. Everyone has to die, but I don't want to die with that thought every day. So let me enjoy <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know what? Get beautiful. You deserve it, right? Put your put your best on. Let you don't you're not promised tomorrow. Is that what I hear you saying, Angel? Yes. Not promised tomorrow. Put on your best. Own it. They say they say here in America, you know, uh dress good, feel good. Yes. You know? And uh, here you are representing that. So talk to us. So you go through this chemo. Do you go through it? Not a problem. Everything is okay. No complications with your port. Everything good? Uh, no, uh, I won't face any complications. Reason being, Kenny, because I was so involved in my social cause. And I believe my social cause become my strength and power at that time that I don't have a time to focus on my issues. Mm -hmm. It's just something, it's just something happening with me at that particular moment, maybe a dryness, maybe a nausea, maybe a, a you know, body ache or a fever, but I have a medicine. Luckily, I'm lucky enough. I think everyone lucky enough. We have, we all have a medicine for it. So I just popped in my medicine and I never focused on my pain. So that become my strength. Yes. The more you focus on your pain, you more you feel. It's, it's like a test and try, I think, uh, for me. I don't know about others. But the more I ignore my pain, the more I've involved some, in something else, I don't feel that pain at all. Another gem. Another gem you're giving us, Angel. And, you know, it says a lot because when you're sitting and you're, and you're just in your own thoughts, that's when all the negative, you know, thinking comes about. But you can't do that and you're out and about and you're working and you're showing people, you're being a real estate agent, showing people houses, places to live, things like that. And so that wasn't enough for Angel though, right? I mean, so you, real estate, what are, the, what are some of the other social things that you were doing at that time? So I was definitely doing that meals of happiness and I was feeding 1000 people every day at that time also where people ask us to not visit even crowded area because we are more prone to infections and our immune system is very, very low. And on the other side, I was, uh, and one more thing, uh, you know, Kenny, I don't have money at that time because my house got demolished recently before diagnosed the uh, cancer. What happened? So, 
uh it was some some construction issue happened in india uh, in delhi particular area and my house is also uh, affected because of some illegal uh, activities in other companies uh, sorry other houses so they are not authorized and uh, because their house got demolished so they complained about our house also so it is also got demolished and i remember that was my dream you know i want to buy a piece of land for my family and i finally did and after that i made my house and it was at the stage of finishing where everything is ready we are about to move in and after 15 and just 15 or 20 days and just before that it got demolished and i was crying and asking god why and then i am asking again telling again myself it's okay achal that's a house which got demolished you are still alive so just thanks to god for that <laughs> <laughs> oh your attitude is everything angel your attitude is absolutely amazing and so here you are you you're doing social events you're feeding a thousand people you don't even have a house at this point continue on you know uh, i was uh, feeding thousand people because can i very sad to say but lots of my friend who used to party with me because when i was in a condition to party and all that in india uh, cancer is like a curse and in india they thought you know uh, she must have done something wrong in her past and that's what she is facing right now mm-hmm. so my lots of friends actually maintain a good distance with me they thought she might ask for the financial support she might be a liability on us so uh, but it's not that where lots of people maintain a distance my friends on the other side people who i recently start knowing as a friend they become my angels you know they become my strength so um, yes uh, it was a painful part for me more than the cancer we don't understand cancer is not that painful but the relation but the support we want from friends it's more important trust me sometime our friends become our medicine mm. it is so true so uh, people left me and then i i thought what should i do where do i go and uh, when my doctor is saying no actually you can't go in a crowd and you might get some infection and all that again i don't even think of i thought if i die also uh, by doing this i'll be more than happy because i found my happiness there yeah. i was surrounded by thousands of slum people i was start distributing food outside the aims hospital safdarjang hospital and i start spending time on one of the old age home called earth savior in india so uh, i don't know when my uh, treatment is over trust me i am not making it out but i really don't realize even there is one incident can happen when uh, i want to feed 1000 people and i don't have money i postpone my uh, radiation uh, yeah radiation i postpone almost a month wow because i want to feed them and my doctor called me uh, she's a mother for me again she called me and uh, she said anchal everything is going well why you're not taking your further treatment mm. i told her i was like i don't have money so uh, whatever i have i used for feeding people and then she said anchal i can give you a shorty you know start taking your treatment i'll give you the best treatment what is recommended but you can pay your uh, uh, you know bills in installments oh my goodness so uh, there is a so god give me a cancer but god give me a lots of support also people just filter good and bad 
that's yeah. all happening. Oh, Angel, you know, it's amazing to me, right? And I, I say this so often because some, you know, the world is the, the world is in turmoil. And you really see people's personalities. And um, not, not everyone who's claiming to be your friend is your friend, as you as you just alluded to, and, and, and I witnessed, but it gives you so much joy when you find people who you wouldn't even expect to come to your aid and support you like there's there's good in human beings there's still some good out there yes there are lots of good there are lots of good we just need to feel it trust me yeah. they came into my life they support me financially they support me uh, emotionally and then they vanished trust me they vanished also there are few people i'm not in, in uh, not even in contact with them i don't know where they are wow so so that's humanity is is still exist yeah uh, can you know what we always say uh, that person is bad i always believe person is not bad there is a evil uh, inside us which creates such situations you know so whosoever left me at that time now again i have a good relation with them because they now they are like anchal we respect you so much you are doing so much of good you are doing this and we are proud of you so uh, i always believe uh, it's a evil inside us which is making those creating those situation and it's good also because because of that i got to know that true self of my that anchal you are the only one again who have who can help yourself so work hard work hard and you know fight hard to win this life once again and so i am <laughs> <laughs> and we thank god for that we thank god for that you know and um angel what what an amazing what an amazing story and i hope the listeners can benefit from this because you know not everyone uh is there during the time and and you listen to angel they thought she had a curse, so they stayed away, you know. But when you look at who she really was, those those negative th- thinking, those negative thoughts that they had, they weren't. This woman's out here feeding thousands of people, giving up her own treatment, which I don't suggest you do. I don't see. <laughs> yes. I don't suggest you do. But she was so involved with helping others that she forgot about herself. And that that's basically what she, what she was saying. And Angel, what a, what a beautiful heart you have in order to want to give. And definitely that takes your mind off of that. And so you finish the radiation, you go through that. What has life been like since treatments? So, uh, you know, right now, Kenny, I'm on uh, post-treatment any which ways, but again, uh, during the cancer, one more beautiful thing happened. I really want to tell through your channel because there are lots of female who give up uh, on uh, relationship, who give up on, uh, you know, uh, getting a, a child after cancer. And I myself did counseling for 300 cancer patients till now. Trust me, uh, if you embarrass your pain or first you uh, take care of yourself during that hard time also everything you can actually achieve everything you can actually get everything you want 
I get love of my life during that time where I notice people are divorcing their newly uh, wife just because they thought, you know, who will bear the responsibility now and uh, what will happen with my uh, future child if they born, they maybe have this genetic uh, issue with them that they might get diagnosed with cancer in future and all that. On the other side, I noticed this man who's, who just proposed me and asked me, you know, Ajal, maybe you know the date of dying and I don't know that date. So let's walk together. So this is what cancer gave me. Oh my goodness. So it's just, you need to believe in you. You need to believe that you are the one who's the most uh, strongest person on this earth at that moment. You know, Angel, that is a, that is a, a whole nother topic that I, I, I want to explore. And that topic being relationships with cancer or post-cancer, pre-cancer, whatever uh, yeah. stage you're at. You know, how do you, how do you form a bond with someone during a time when you've been diagnosed? Maybe you have no hair. Maybe you're feeling, you don't feel attractive. You have all the, these feelings about yourself and how does that work? And so Angel, you, here you are, you found the love of your life and, yeah. and what an amaze. How is that? So uh, this happened uh, when uh, I was uh, going through my third chemo, no hair again, my head is shining like a sun. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, as I told you, I never stopped walking during at that time also. So uh, he was my teacher, my dance teacher, because I never stopped going to my workout. I was not allowed to do workout for upper body, but I was taking care. I was doing actually lower body workout and attending lots of dance classes. And uh, I start living my life after diagnosed cancer, actually. So mm. uh, came back from Dubai and uh, uh, I remember we are around uh, 70, 80 people there. And among all those 70, 80 people, when I came out after attending his class, and wear my business suit with uh, no hair, he was like, so I just say, hello to him and he was saying hello to everyone normally when <clears throat> my chance came his hello is like oh hi <laughs> so he impressed there only and he told me that Anjal, i saw you i thought you must be a biker <clears throat> you know you don't have hair and the kind of uh, personality you have and I attract with because I was doing a hip thrust with 60 kg weight at that time during the treatment. Wow. Right. And he was like, I was so, so impressed. I just uh, start asking people, who's this girl? Who's this girl? Even I don't know about that you are going through a cancer. So, you know why I'm telling this, Kenny here? Uh, we don't need to become a victim of cancer. You know, we stop living our life when we get once we get to know that we diagnose with cancer. We make that pain way more bigger. You know, just the thought of cancer. Cancer is there. It's okay. You diagnose with cancer. I'm not saying that uh, diagnose cancer is easy or uh, it's it's not painful or people not die with that. But can anyone think of that people die with the diabetic also? People die with a high fever also. People die with lots of other cardiac attack also. We never think of that. And we never say, like you said it very well uh, uh, just a few minutes before, Kenny. You know, we always address cancer with the 
reaction of oh you diagnosed with cancer why why do you really need we need that sympathy so stop being a victim stop taking sympathy from the people once you just take cancer as an as a, any other disease trust me your life become easy mm. powerful powerful and the man spotted you through everyone he said wait a second who is that <laughs> you know angel it's it's your spirit angel i'm from 15 you know angel i since we've been on this interview i mean listening to who you are you know at 15 and just your tenacity and how you how you think about things and go through it yeah yeah i i can see i can see how you definitely uh, magnified yourself through beyond those uh, other 80 people. <laughs> yes. That's, that's awesome. And I hope, I hope you heard that from angel. She says, do not stop living your life. Amazing angel. So since then angel, what, what has life been like after treatments here? I know you're, you're doing post treatments, but what have you been doing? I become, you know, more uh, positive and much better person after cancer, I would say, you know, I, I start helping more cancer patients because in India, still in America and any other states, people are way more open about cancer. They don't sit at home when they diagnose with cancer, right? In India, we just not sit at home, but we start hiding ourselves from the society. We log, I have, I know people who actually, you know, uh, don't step out from their house for a year or two years till the time they're having their treatment. For me, my life changed and I am on a mission to help maximum people. And I'm on a mission to, you know, tell them that when you diagnose with the cancer, you can still live a good and healthy life after diagnose. Because we still feel after cancer, you know, uh, whatever pain or discomfort we get in uh, our body, we immediately start connecting with the cancer. Oh, cancer might have come back. This is because of cancer. This is because of cancer. No, it's not. We are normal human being after cancer. We have a, we can have a stomach ache. We can have a vomit. We can have a fever. It's okay to be, but it's not because we have been through cancer. So it's because of cancer, rest of your life. No. So my life has completely changed and I'm on a mission to help maximum people. And can you till now I help more than 300 cancer patients. And trust me, I have testimonials where they say, Didi, our treatment you make way more easy. We don't get to know when it gets over. So awesome. Yeah. So uh, yes, after that, uh, I am uh, giving lots of talk. I'm a mot- I become a motivational speaker after that. Wow. And then, uh, yes, I am uh, also a realtor. And then uh, that Meals of Happiness, we are now planning to expand Pan-India. And uh, we are, uh, I'm also launching on 1st October, my new venture, Can Heal, where it's a very first venture of India where we are talking about e-commerce platform for cancer anti-resourcing platform. Wow. And what's the name of that? Can Heal. Can Heal. Can 
you can, I can, everyone can heal. Yes, I love it. Now, Angel, you you are extremely busy. When you talk about social life, you you have it. You and I hope that resonates with everyone else. Get out and about. But in a, in addition to that, you also wrote a book, right? And this is called Iron Lady. You know, talk to us a little bit about that and how how this came about. So uh, one of my friends actually asked me, Anchal, you have so much to talk, you know. And uh, uh, so he called me uh, one of the, you know, uh, uh, we have... Uh, lots of gurus you must have know about the guru and uh, like we uh, talk about uh, how we say that um, like i experience a lot they're saying like anchal if you talk to someone you know uh, your story is definitely uh, have something which can relate to relate with someone right and he's like why don't you start writing so i thought okay let me just start writing this and i write a very small uh, book uh, i try to make it very short because this book goes to the cancer patient i want to give them a hope by this book that cancer is not the only thing uh, which can stop your life right person when i can come over all these disease and all the event whatever happened so i'll tell you give you a a, a quick brief about it uh, a physical abusing in my childhood uh, i was married to a handicapped guy uh, in a pressure because my sister got murdered at the age of 21 i fought for her and uh, uh, i am i'm just say that we are blessed enough to get this guy uh, punishment of life imprisonment and uh, then i was my mother was diagnosed with the cabbage worm her hand got paralyzed and uh, my father was diagnosed with tb then my house got demolished then uh, when i dropped out from eighth where you know it's it's you can count me uneducated basically so uh, then uh, this cancer came so every event is there and uh, we send that book to cancer uh, fighters i don't say survivor because it's not they are not a survivor at all because they are they are fighting with something uh, you know no one can else <laughs> so mm-hmm. yes so that book goes to them and it's dedicated to them and whatever fund i raise through that it's also help me to sponsor cancer treatment for the poor so uh, that book says simple it gives a simple message kenny that if i can face so many events and after all that i am standing strong you can also mm. powerful yeah. so powerful angel you know and i don't even know what to say at this point i mean you have superseded every single thing obstacle that has been in your way you have you know just trampolined over these things and no it's not easy and you express that you express that you did not you did not say it was going to be easy but you were able to get through them and still thriving and giving back still giving angel and i just i just love that about your personality and who you are as a human being and thank you thank you for iron lady and and being able to support other cancer fighters out there amazing so 
here's a question I have, and here's a I like to ask to to all of all of my guests is you've gone through this, it's behind you in a sense. Well, you know, it's always going to be a part of you. But how does Angel celebrate every day? How does she celebrate life now? How is it different? I think I know the value of life now and life become more, much more meaningful after cancer. So uh, there is no tomorrow for me. For me, life is now. Right now, I'm living my best life by talking to you. <laughs> so uh, yes, I don't think, of, uh, think uh, I think I don't live in future. I don't live in future at all. So that makes me to celebrate every day and every moment of my life. You know, and when I help people, yeah, for, uh, you can say not just help people, I'm not helping them. I'm helping my own self. That's a, another source of happiness for me to give me another reason to celebrate my life. I feel that God, thank you so much from where to where. If I see myself, I am way more you know, I feel like I am so blessed that God gave me this opportunity that I am in a condition to help someone. And trust me, Kenny, celebration don't need a reason. Celebration, trust me, don't need a reason. Celebration is just, it's a beautiful feeling. You need to feel that, that that's, you know, I'm, I'm celebrating right now talking to you that <laughs> I'm alive and I'm talking to you. That's my celebration, actually. Lovely. I'm celebrating with you. We you can't celebrate without. We're celebrating together. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Angel Sharma, let me tell you, cancer fighter. This woman has come in here. Not only has she leaped over cancer, you know, not only she embraced it and understands she got through this. She's helping people. She's found love and she's thriving. Angel, thank you so much for joining us here on All Talk Oncology today. You are the best. Thank you so, so much. I believe you are the best. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep doing this, Kenny. Trust me. People like you is very, very important for society because you actually make difference. You actually tell us that bringing stories of cancer fighters, not survivors again, that need lots of courage that need lots of courage, giving your time, talking to them and sharing those uh, powerful stories. So hats off to you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Angel. Thank you. So again, I want to thank everyone who tuned in today. Here's where you will find up-to-date cancer discussions with industry experts and leading professionals that can help you in your cancer fight. You are not alone in this. We are in this together. I'm your host, Kenny Perkins, a.k.a. The Cancer Guy, and until again, I'm out.